Abba Yahweh, you've graced me yet another day, this day to come to your house and worship and gather as we are a gathering people. This is a memorial day, Father God. Abba Yahweh Aman, Yeshua Aman, Parakritos Aman. Yes, this is a memorial day Sunday. Tomorrow is the Memon celebration of Memorial Day. And <laughs> I have folks coming around that know that I'm a veteran and all this stuff. And say, oh, happy Memorial Day. Um, I just say thank you. But what is happy about Memorial Day? For many veterans that have been anywhere, done anything at all, it's not a really happy occasion. It's happy because I got blessed to remain here for a purpose. And for a long time, I questioned why I didn't go on deployment with those that I was stationed with when they went to Beirut. And see, some people might not even remember that because people are so bent on erasing history. Beirut, Lebanon, we were at one time allies with Iran and now they want to nuke everybody they get ticked off at. The Shah of Iran was one time a staunch ally and supporter of the Western ideal of democracy. And then, um, what was that guy's name? Ayatollah something or other, Ayatollah Khomeini, <clears throat> got all agitated and took him and they got him out. And, and then they attacked the embassy where my friends and acquaintances that I remember often but especially on Memorial Day, were killed. Many just blown up. Didn't even have anything to bring back. And not only in memory pardon me, of them, but of their families, and many of the veterans that go to these places, and they people have a tendency to forget their families that the children that were just born when they deployed or they were just starting to elementary school when they were deployed or they were getting ready to graduate from elementary school to junior high, junior high to high school, high school to the rest of their lives and then to have mother or father shipped home in a box that was draped with the national ensign of this country that is so disrespected, so not taken care of, people, mm. But here's another Memorial Day. Remember that our Lord Jesus also went into battle. And you say, what, wait a minute. Yes, the Lord went into battle against one of the greatest enemies and foes that we could possibly imagine, but he took his authority when he stepped off that throne, set down his crown and said, I will come back, but right now we have to go take care of this. What was Jesus thinking when Lord Father God, he and the Holy Spirit combined and he came to this plane of existence 
as a humble child born humbly in a stable, laying to sleep in a manger, wrapped in swaddling cloth that was used to help birth lambs. All very symbolic, all very real, all very true. And Bethlehem, Bethlehem, two different ways of pronunciation. You have the Arabic and the Hebrew, the house of meat and the house of bread. Also very symbolic. That Jesus, our Lord, is our meat, our substance, our life, should be our life. He is the bread of life. The word of God is the bread of life. And from the beginning, the word was with God and the word was made flesh. And that word came for me. What was he thinking when he stepped down off that crown, that stepped off that throne and set his crown down? He was thinking about me. He came for me on this Memorial Day. I remember that he came for me. I remember those that I lost. And But the thing of it is here that we have to remember that Jesus is not lost. He's not just a memory. He is real. And he talks to me. He walks with me and reminds me that he's with me. Even in tough situations that I feel mm, very disoriented sometimes and then the Holy Spirit talks to me and then my shepherd speaks. My shepherd speaks and he offers peace, not of this world because this world cannot fathom or understand. They continually try to figure out and then they try to make the Bible into a myth. Wait a second, I've already shared with you that there is real evidence, scientific, mathematical, archeological, geological peoples that are proving, proving that things that took place that are talked of in the Bible did indeed happen. And then you have those on a flip side because they can't prove that it will happen. Oh, it's not real, it's not real. It's just like the giant squid. I haven't seen it, so it's not real. It's just something made up. And then marine biologists found that thing that nobody believed in. And they estimated, but they didn't have a good whole body, but just because of the parts and things that they got photographs of, that this thing was over 40 feet long. We're talking about bigger than a full-size school bus here. And everybody said, well, I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. I didn't see it, so I don't believe it. Who is mammon that they have this authority to decide what is real, what's not real, what words apply, what words don't apply, and to cancel anything? My Lord came on this day before Memorial Day. He came, and I'm remembering his coming was real. His coming is real. His being with me is real. My faith tells me it's solid rock on which I stand. The promises on which I hold on to and grasp this 
truth, the word of God, his truth, his knowledge and his wisdom on this day before the what Mammon recognizes as Memorial Day for the veterans, the men and women that went out and sacrificed their lives. How about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords who sacrificed his life for me and anyone else that says, Jesus, I want you in my life. I want you in my heart. I believe in that sacrifice that you made for me, that what were you thinking? You were thinking about me. I want that in my life. I want you in my life. Father God, I believe and I want to have faith in you. Holy Spirit, I believe and I want you to guide my steps as I've read in the Bible that you say that you will do. In the book of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, that you order my steps if I have faith and I believe. I want that in my life. It's an easy prayer to make. You can have someone do it with you. You can have some, you can do it on your own. You can go down the center aisle at the church and have the church pray over you and say that you do. It is really that simple. And the King of King and Lord of Lords came and fought the greatest battle. He went into the depths of hell, Sheol, Hades, many names it has but the pit, and he went, and he wrested the keys from Satan, who used to be the prince of death. Still has a title, doesn't have the keys, because my Lord came, and before ascending into heaven, after saying, Father, it is finished. I came to do what we, decided I should do. It is finished. I came and now my physical life is forfeit and now my spiritual life is ready to come home. Prepare this places for those that I came for. I'm ready, Father. It is finished. And before that was done, he rested the keys. He did not ask permission. He did not give Satan any honorific saying, hey, Prince, I'd like those keys now. He didn't ask permission. He wrested those keys. He reached out and he took them. The keys of death no longer belong to Satan, the liar, the deceiver, the destroyer, the separator. My Lord took the keys. So now when we pass from this physical existence, we have a beautiful companion to take us through the gates of our heavenly home, no longer in darkness, no longer anything to fear. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Be not fearful. Fear is okay, and the Lord knows that we have it but we present that to him, we open our hands and we don't hold on to it. But being fearful gives sway, gives authority to the one and he has no authority over me. Jesus has given us authority and dominion. We can step on the heads of the serpents. We can tread on the scorpions and we have been given authority over 
Satan himself. He is not omniscient. He is not omnipotent. He is not omnipresent. None of those things. Those were heavenly attributes that he gave up. And they were taken from him. He does not have those here. So yes, when you hear the knock on that door and he tries to present himself, we have been given that authority by Jesus Christ. Look in Luke. We've been given that authority by our Lord, our Savior, and our King. So on this Memorial Day, I have a portion of my heart that is saddened because I have lost companions that I served with. They won't be coming home to this home. And their families are going on without them, mothers and fathers sisters and brothers, aunts and uncles. They're not coming back. Jesus is coming back. He's promised to do so. And he is my Lord, my Savior, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. We have been adopted into the family of the kingdom of heaven. We have accepted and become heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ in the kingdom of heaven that is promised in our word. Romans 8 is my adoption letter. And we are told that we can be that. Simply accept, believe, and have faith. So that's a Memorial Day shorty for y'all. And I'm getting ready. I need to go make a pickup to deliver to my church. God has blessed me to bless them, and I love it. I love you. You're in my prayers and my going out and in my coming in for my brothers and my sisters and for those that are looking for an answer. No need to look any further. The farther you go out, sometimes the deeper and darker it gets. But when you reach further, and to the word of truth, knowledge, and wisdom by the Lord God Almighty. Believe in Jesus, accept Jesus, have faith in God. Search does not need to continue after that, except for staying in the word, seeking his face all the time. Do not seek offense, seek the truth. I speak that truth. You're in my prayers, my going out, and my coming in. 